0: you're listening to another great podcast in the my mac podcasting network welcome to an episode of tech Fanslash slash geeks pub that's right we're doing two shows today david and i are back it's been uh, about a month since uh, i did the solo and then you did a solo at the same time tech fan we yeah. kind of combined them i don't think it worked very well um you know, it was des- desperate times, desperate measures. <laughs> well, I was thinking about you know playing yours and pausing and talking, but it just didn't lend itself well to that. So, you know, right. we we did it the way we did it. Um, yeah. it, it. It's been a number of things. I I spent a week in New York with the family. Um, yeah. We drove, which is a long drive. It's it nonstop. Yeah. It's ten and a half hours, and it wasn't nonstop. You know, we stopped a few times, obviously yeah. for gas, if nothing else. Uh, and then you had a medical thing in the family. Yep. And then I am still suffering from a medical thing. Um, yep. The Canadian wildfires hit where I live a few weeks ago, right after I got back from New York. And you could literally see the smoke here. And it's a thousand miles away and the smoke was right here. And yep. it gave so many people, including me, a cough. And I think that turned into some virus going around because a lot of people have it now here. And you said, before we started recording, you can actually hear it in my voice still. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We got some, uh, as I also called it, some local color, the local color being green.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you know, so it's been a while since we've done a show, and David and I were talking right before we hit record and thought, you know what, we're just going to do kind of a combined show. This episode is going to be um probably listed as tech fan as a file name but it's going to go on both shows it's going to be both so we're just combining them both to not necessarily to get caught up but to bring them up to date if you will you know i don't want the feed to look like we stopped recording it's just life happens and you know yeah it's uh it is what it is so we're back and uh i'm happy about that yeah me too Let's start with a little tech stuff before we get into some geeky stuff, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, what in the hell is is Elon Musk doing with Twitter? I don't understand it.
1: Well, it, it, not only that is spreading because we've had we've also had the big Reddit thing this last couple of months. Yes, which is basically Reddit appeared to commit social media suicide by. Uh, Decided to just upset their entire community to the point that everybody said, yeah, we're not doing all the free stuff we've done for you anymore. I, I've been a Reddit user for nearly six years. I went through and I used a script to delete everything I ever posted to the site and then I deleted my account because I was so upset with the management of the company. And then here we have Twitter, which is kind of the same thing. You no, know, it's just like oh, out of the. It's worth worse with Twitter because this is Musk out of the blue to suddenly deciding. Oh yeah, if you're not paying us, we're going to limit what you can see on the site. I think it's 600
0: Which, posts, or do they I, update I've, that?
1: And they've up, they've updated it slightly because, like most things, Musk, um, he he. It does something, it goes wrong, and then he tries, rather than saying, okay, well, hold up my hands, that was a mistake, he tries to tweak it to make it better. Uh, I think it's maybe about a thousand posts. But it turns out that if you're just generally reading a Twitter timeline, um, that doesn't go very far. No, And, um, you know, he's made no secret of the fact that he wants everyone to pay to use Twitter, but the problem he doesn't seem is because he's a billionaire and paying for things especially as he never pays any bills is no problem for him but for everybody else you know there's a cost of living crisis and most people go you know what i have this for free if i have to pay for it now um maybe i just won't do it anymore <laughs> which is is you know for a, for a site that still relies on advertising is um uh, quite difficult and i know he doesn't think it should rely on advertising but at the moment it does and you just look at it and you just think, what the hell? Really, what the hell?
0: Uh, it's... I don't even know what to say. Um, I use Twitter pretty much only for promotion of the shows and stuff in my Mac. Yeah. And I use TweetDeck, so I can put out the same tweet multiple times a week. Two or three times a week.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, TweetDeck is now no longer free. They pretty much killed that too. So yeah. uh, I, I'm about to delete Twitter yeah. Um, Reddit. I, we, I use Reddit, but I, I've never posted to Reddit. Right. Okay.
1: Well, I, I was a pretty heavy... Re- Reddit was my main place. I was a pretty heavy user. I would go on it every morning. I would reply to a few things. I would occasionally post my own stuff, but I was mostly commenting on other people's. And I enjoyed it. You know, for uh, Reddit had a lot of problems, or has a lot of problems. There's still a lot of jerks on there, like, sure. like any anything that's kind of particularly being a lot the subreddits i were in were very tech focused uh and obviously you get a lot of jerks in there um maybe sometimes people thought i was the jerk who who knows but the point is yeah i'd but i had you know i'd spent six years on there i had i think it was about eight or nine thousand comments that my script deleted um and i basically i just took the view if if the management of reddit Don't value the people who use their site, then I'm going to take the stuff I've put on there for free away.
0: They they Um, made it so if you made a client for Reddit, and this is how so many people used Reddit, yeah, including me. Yep,
1: including me because their own one is garbage and the website is full of horrible ads.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, they made it so those developers had to pay an extraordinary amount of money to use those APIs to be able to, and some of these were subscription services through iTunes. Or through uh, yeah. the iPhone.
1: Exactly. exactly. Uh, the the client I used, the guy, um, this was the main one, and, and he'd been very open about... Reddit had initially at the beginning of the year said they had no plans to charge for their API this year. And then they turned around and said, oh, actually, we've decided we are going to do that. He'd been engaged with them. They'd said to him specifically on the phone that um, they weren't going to do a Twitter and charge stupid API money. And then they came along and did. Uh, and he said to run... His client would cost him 20 million dollars a year in api charges that he just said said my customers i can't afford that and not only that they also said um oh by the way that's this starts in less than 30 days yeah so he had had, you know it was blatantly uh you know a backdoor way of getting rid of third-party clients and look i think a lot of people with uh objective views on this kind of go well okay you know that sucks but unfortunately that sometimes is the risk you do when you build a business on the back of somebody else's service they can make decisions that are not going to not going to um work for your business and that i don't think he had a problem with that i think the problem was the way it was done the way it was suggested it wouldn't be like that and then it absolutely was yeah they they lied it
0: so many times yes
1: and 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 not only that when he went public about that they then started a personal harassment campaign against him yep. saying he'd tried to extort them and all of this sort of thing and the problem part of the problem is is that the ceo of reddit who's been there from the beginning he's one of the original founders just basically handled this so badly he was very very he was he was like a mini Elon Musk and it was just like, what are you going to do? And you know, you people are you people are just exploiting our service and all of this sort of stuff. And it just turned a lot of people off. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of subreddits, um, they went uh, dark. For a bit, and then Reddit complained. So now they've gone not safe for work, which means they can't be monetized for ads. Uh, and now, now they're talking about about getting rid of all the free moderators on Reddit who object to their plans. So Reddit is a service that's circling the toilet at this point, um, and uh, Twitter is the same. Yeah, uh, I, I find it interesting that having gone through the Twitter process, you know, where um, <laughs> a non-benevolent. Uh, Rich soci- sociopath has taken the site over, uh, and is dictating a lot of this crazy stuff. Everyone has jumped on the Facebook One threads. Well, here's enthusiastically. the enthusiastic. Here, here's the funny part.
0: <laughs> in a time we're in twenty twenty three, it's summer. Who would have guessed it? Summer of twenty twenty three, that Facebook is now the good guy. What? Yeah. How the hell did that happen? Well, it's just
1: basically because then everyone, everyone is so desperate for their social media fix that they uh, will ignore all of the bad stuff when something new comes along. This is this is what it is, um, and so Facebook via Instagram has launched a new copy of Twitter called Threads, oh, and out. everyone's going, "Oh, it's wonderful! Oh, it's everything like that." They completely oh, ignore like the fact that Facebook is is probably more of a privacy nightmare than Twitter ever was.
0: But they're own, not reaching into people's pocket and they're not pissing people off in the same regard well
1: not not at the moment <laughs> this time because, I don't know
0: I, do, I, I know. think that he's smarter than musk is I really do well, I, and I think that he sees what is happening at reddit I think he sees what's happening at Twitter and he said, you know what we're going to go the opposite direction, and well, I think that's going to win him yeah. fans
1: it will do, but what the 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 um the Faustian pact you're making, the way you're selling your soul to the devil with that <coughs> is, that, is that Threads is monetized by knowing everything about you, just in the same way that Facebook and Instagram are. And it, it won't be long before somebody's going, oh, they're re- reselling my all my data off all my Threads. Oh, they're, uh, everything I've ever said on, on Threads is owned by, <laughs> by Zuckerberg and he can use it however he wants. And then people go, no, oh, isn't it terrible? And everyone's going to go, well, yeah, but it was all in the terms of service when you first signed up. You know, I think the thing that the thing that tells you what Threads is about is that if you start using it, and decide you don't want to use it anymore, you can't delete your account. You can because it's linked to your Instagram account. You would have to delete your Instagram account, and a lot of people aren't going to want to do that. So that tells you everything you need to know about Threads. I just find it ironic that you know, um, as I say, a rich sociopath takes these things over and starts doing horrible things, and so they immediately jump to. The next rich sociopath who hasn't done the horrible things yet, but will undoubtedly do them in the future. Yeah,
0: that was my next question. Do you think he's (laughs) going to revert to the base instinct? Because they've never really done that at Facebook. Say what you want about Facebook. They've never come to users and started demanding money. They've never come and said, we're going to restrict what you see until you pay us.
1: But what they do is they take the data and say, we own all of it and we'll do what we want with it. But Google and does been, the
0: same thing. and
1: Yeah, I know. But, but Facebook has been caught, caught many times lying about that and then fined about true. it. So has Google, yeah. The problem is, is, is that it, in, in the interest of trying the new um, shiny thing, everyone has just forgotten all about that.
0: Well, you know? I don't it's think like it's they say, forgot about Facebook, it. I, I think it's the lesser of two evils or three evils well, yeah, in this yeah. case.
1: Yeah, I, I guess. But and you, you know said what, it.
0: Everybody they, does want social media. This is a genie yeah. we're not going to put back in the bottle. So what's the, what? alternative? Create what, what the alternative? Someone creates something that's just, completely free.
1: Just don't use it. Well, I mean, I, 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 good for your self control. But let's be honest. Yeah. That's
0: not that's not a viable answer. Just don't well. use them. It's not. It's not a viable answer. So let's get a realistic answer. So what is the alternative? Someone creates something. That billions of people worldwide jump on and start using, and it's free, right? Well, then how the hell does it pay for itself? Well, there's only, only certain ways that you yeah. could pay for a, a social media empire, if you will. It's because not, you got to yeah. scale it. So it's either advertising, or there's privacy concerns, or you pay. That's it. Oh, oh, oh well, there's a fourth option, which is you run it for a few years. You.
1: Get a whole load of users and then some big company comes in and buys it. Right. And uh, then they do the and, nasty and that thing point, that Musk did. Hey, exactly. And that point all bets are off. And the prob that's the problem is that is that those are the capitalist ways these things operate now and you can't get away from them. You know, unless the um unless you're very, very unusual, I'd say the only one that's ever really pulled it off is Wikipedia. Because Wikipedia remains in the public domain. It's not owned by anybody. And they have an ethos of saying, you know, this is how we want to operate it for the benefit of the community. Uh, uh, and I would
0: also say the Internet archives.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how they make money um, or whether they're just funded by uh, rich individuals. I mean, really, that's the way it has to be. This is the way things used to be done, which was philanthropy. Somebody would do something for the public good because they had a lot of money and they felt it was good to just do something for the public good. Yeah. Um, and that's the way it was. Unfortunately, nobody seems to do that anymore. So, uh, Well, but we no,
0: the first ones that came out were BBSs, and yep. none of them ever got huge. You know, we like to think that the, they were really big, but the biggest BBSs had maybe 50 people at a time on it, Yeah, you know? yeah, And they were run out of some guy's house, and they were entertaining for the time, but it's nothing at all like the Internet today.
1: Well, there was Usenet. Um, yeah, but that was, was de-centralized, so decentralized. It wasn't yeah. really owned by anybody. But I, I and it that was that's just the, full
0: of porn and and
1: well, yeah, that's what you get. The problem is, is that everybody uses it, and that means everybody uses it—the horrible people as yeah. well as the good people. I mean, to be honest, that's one of the problems with social media today: is that the uh, they play they they make a statement that they're going to try and normalize the behaviour and stop the bad people and that sort of thing, but in fact either either it's done for free as it was at reddit um and it worked reasonably well for most of the time until he decided to kick all those people in the teeth um or you pay to do it like you do at facebook and um uh, twitter and then at one point or another you either decide like musk that you don't want to do it anymore which is what he's done or with facebook what you do is you you do you do it as cheaply as you can and you hope that you can get away with doing as little bit as possible and when people say your platform is a you know it's allowed to promote lots of nasty people you kind of shake shake your head shrug your shoulders and go well what are you going to do
0: yeah well, then after the bbss and usnet and all that was the online services and they were kind of the precursor to the social sites even though they were kind of more than that they were your gateway to being online we're talking about AOL CompuServe yeah uh, eWorld we had quite a few of them but most people use those because that's how you dialed into the internet there wasn't yeah. just wi-fi in your house and you connect to any website you had to have a modem you would dial a mom- modem AOL for instance was AOL AOL wait for a long time because you'd get a busy signal you couldn't get online yeah And it sucked. But you paid for those services. There was a monthly fee. You jump on. If you went over your bandwidth, they would charge you. Or they would kick you off until your month reset. And no one seemed to have a problem with paying then. So why do they have a problem paying now? Well, it's because we were conditioned. Hey, these things are free to use. And Facebook's a good example. Yes, it's free to use. But they're going to show you ads. They're going to have promoted stuff on there. They're also going to possibly sell your information to advertisers or to bad people. Well, everybody's doing that anyway, so okay, I agree to that, and I'm still going to use it because I want to be able to look up recipes with my friends, and I want to post my kids baseball photos and stuff like that. That was a trade-off. But when someone seems to deliberately say, you know what, we want to be rich now, like Reddit, and we're going to screw everybody over to get there, or... Um, I am a finicky asshole that changes his mind at the drop of a hat, and I really don't know what I'm doing like Musk. Yeah. And he literally destroys a site that he spent billions for, in which, let's be honest, he's not going to be on the hook to pay. He's going to stiff all the people that loaned him money. What? You watch. He's, he's, he's already,
1: he's, he's even this week, stiffed the people the lawyers. who... Who the lawyers who advised Twitter on how to make him buy the uh, by Twitter, yeah? So that was a bill that Twitter incurred before he came along. And his attitude is, "Well, I didn't want them to do that, so I'm not going to pay it."
0: Oh well, yeah. they already but this paid. Is it.
1: Wh- this is this is one of the uh, it, they, they, they richest, most avaricious law firms in yeah. the world. Does they, he honestly think he's going to get away with that?
0: No. Well, they've already paid him.
1: Yeah. No, but he's he's suing to get the money back.
0: Yeah, it's going to fail. <laughs> yeah. Well, they shouldn't have paid that on the last day that before I took power. Uh huh. In other words, they were smarter than you, dumbass. Yeah, that's right. I think yeah. he just found out that they paid their lawyers, and he was like, "How dare they?" Well, it, let's remember this: this this
1: was the guy who said, "Oh, I'm not going to get any due diligence done on Twitter before I, I I sign off on this offer. I don't need to do that." Yep. Yeah, and that's if he'd done the due diligence, he might have found out about this, and he might have legitimately been able to walk away. But instead, he didn't. So, uh, but like you say, it's not. I mean, he's got he's got stock tied up in Twitter. But let's face it, that's all funny money. Yeah, it's not real money. Um, And then he's got a whole load of loans that presumably he can land Twitter with rather than himself with. You know, Musk is not going to be downsizing his house and going to live in a in a you know a two bedroom rental. Yeah, where he's got to pay for a parking place outside and anything like that. He's going to be you know he's he's a billionaire. many times over, and he'll always be a billionaire. So, once you've got past your first couple of billion, it doesn't really matter how much money you've got beyond that. You know? That's a good point.
0: Um, I, yeah. I think so, that he is eventually going to... Well, Twitter is going to crash. Or, um, Tesla's stock is going to crash. It's amazingly yep. overvalued right now.
1: Well, uh, yeah, he he, he <coughs> seems to have missed the fact... I mean, Ford <coughs> has got rid of pretty much uh, certainly in Europe, pretty much every car they sell, yeah, they're all gone. The Mondeo, the Fiesta, you know, all the big cars that they've been selling for many, many years here, hugely successful. They phase them all out because they're going, we're going all electric, yeah. right? Now, when Ford, who know how to build cars and know how to design cars uh, and know how to uh, supply and service cars, uh, really gets into electric cars, Tesla is toast.
0: Except, <laughs> except a- Ford's quality is really bad. But That's then again, a, it, so is Teslas. So is Teslas, yeah. yeah. If te, yeah. if Ford or Toyota or Honda built cars to the quality of Tesla, they would have been on a business side. They would have been crucified. Oh, it's, it's
1: already had, Look, the, the Koreans are already doing this. The K- Koreans are already heavily into electric cars, and they're as good as the Japanese.
0: Yeah. In Our infrastructure just head- isn't there for electric cars. I know you and I have had that discussion before, yeah. but yeah, it's but just the not cars, there.
1: The more cars they sell, the more that will change. No, it won't. Um, i think i think it will Um, it just won't
0: well we'll see we've got a guy Um, at work who has an electric car now he bought the bz4x the first all-electric toyota and it's a short-range car it's like 250 miles do you he can't drive it to chicago it is it takes four times longer to drive to chicago simply because of chargers that don't work they don't work we we've, that, that we've is, got one at yeah. w- at our business it's a fast charger that hasn't worked in over a year we don't own it we lease that yeah. and well, uh, and they're uh, not fixing it
1: but that 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 will fall out over time but the point is to go back to our what w- whether you don't need a fully working stood up infrastructure for a big car company to wipe tesla away
0: no yeah you don't
1: because all you need to do is for that uh, is for Ford <laughs> to start outselling tesla yeah and and that's it tesla's never had to deal with real competition and once they're up against real competition they're going to struggle because they just can't work fast enough they haven't designed a new car for years yeah and you know as great as their infrastructure is and it is certainly especially in the states is is a really really good infrastructure can't take that away from them the problem is they can't afford to support that for a whole load of non Tesla vehicles, it's used to sell Teslas. And when they're facing other competition from people whose cars are cheaper and equivalently built, if not better built, but are much more convenient to operate and run because of the infrastructure that um, the car company has, let alone the electric charging thing, Tesla's really going to struggle. And once they start to struggle, their stock is going to tank. And once their stock tanks, then all of a sudden, Musk's ability to prop up these crazy other businesses he's got is going to struggle as well. Yep. You know, the, the space rocket stuff has cost a fortune to develop and don't get me wrong. I've got a lot of time for SpaceX. I think they've really transformed the space industry, but that is not, that doesn't make you the billions of dollars you need to keep all these other companies running. Tesla's the one that's propping it up at the moment. And, you know, Tesla's been on a knife edge for a while and I think it won't take much, particularly as, The guy's now proving himself to be less than a business genius and more of a crazy billionaire. Mm -hmm. You know?
0: Yep. I think you're right. So let's move on to something fun. Um, Yeah. And I mentioned this a little bit on the the solo show that I did, but I got a digital pinball machine. I've been wanting one for a long time. Yep. Um, It's the At Legends Micro. I didn't want a full-size one. So it's not big, but... you know, it doesn't come with legs or anything like that. So I bought some legs from a real pinball machine, and they bolted right on, no problem. And then um, I've been enjoying it quite a bit. But I'm kind of starting to fall into that. I want to hack it, and I want to put more boards on it, like you know, all the yeah. Marvel and Star Wars stuff that you can get. And there's whole websites devoted to doing it, but it's so complex, and I just don't have the time. Um, yeah you know so i eventually i'll probably do that but not yet
1: <laughs> so so this one has how many pinball games built into it
0: um i want to say 60 right okay but some of them are just variants over the one already on there and yeah. i'd say out of the 60 i would say maybe 20 are really good the rest yeah. are just mediocre but you know, I played a digital pinball machine a few years ago at a pinball thing, and it was really good. I mean, it was it was fantastic. This isn't that, but it does feel like pinball. It feels like you're playing actual pinball. You know, it makes the sounds. It makes the, the rumble. You can feel the ball moving because of the speakers in there. They do a really yeah. good job. And I think I spent 300 bucks for it. It was on sale. Yeah. And I figured oh, if I don't like it, I could probably sell it for more than that. Yeah. Um, I can hear those kids really well, by the way.
1: Yeah, no, I'm going to shut the window yeah.
0: because they're, uh, they're getting outside. louder. How dare they play outside? Don't they know they should be on their Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> so I've been playing that quite a bit. Uh, and I got it right before I went to New York. Um, it, but it, space is still kind of an issue, so I'm going to be selling one of my arcade machines okay yeah i'm not the okay. one that said that not the super pac-man one the the very first one i got the old neo geo box yeah um and i've got a thing inside of it that plays like i don't know ten thousand games or something and I, all i gotta really do is i gotta pull it out i gotta make the lights the buttons light up again because i put light up buttons but they stopped working i think a right. wire came unhooked but i'm so i'm gonna get all that done i'm gonna take the you know a video and some pictures of games and then I'm gonna take it to my storage facility so I, if someone buys it they don't have to come to the house and get it down the stairs and everything yeah it just be at a storage facility I'll meet them there um, so and that's where the digital pinball machine will go right and I got to do that before it starts getting cold again because I rearranged my office and the big arcade is sitting on top of my cold air induct in other words where they take air from the room and pump it into the uh, furnace. So you get flow. Without that, yeah. it's kind of stagnant. So I can't leave it where it is. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, but it's Sounds fun. What like to do? You know, I've never been a yeah. real a big pinball guy, but after I played that digital pinball that one time, it, I kind of got the itch. Yeah. You know, I'll play it sometimes on the iPad, um, but that's not the same. Yeah, Leanne. Leanne was always a bigger pinball.
1: Than a fan than I had. I was and she used to play on the computer the um, the one that was built into Windows yeah that was a good one uh, and uh, and she used to really like that so she's always liked that sort of thing but again we haven't really got the space for um a, like kind of a, even a small layout yeah. screen that would simulate the tables so um, it's one yeah, of those things in- interesting you know it I mean it, I remember when I was at school. Somebody who's, uh, when I was at boarding school, somebody whose father kind of traded stuff. I don't think he was specifically into arcades. But he got hold of an old pinball table and um, he gave it, we had it in our common room for a bit. Um, And, uh, you know, it, it, it worked for about three months and then it was well. I mean, it was it was old, and it was being hammered by loads of kids because it was on free play And eventually, it stopped working. And then, when it stopped working, I think people started pulling bits of it apart or something like that. And it ended up being a mess.
0: But well, the thing you know, with the physical pinball machines is they're very finicky. They get beat up yeah. hard. You know, people are shaking, yeah. and that's why they put originally they put the uh, tilt function in them yeah. to try to get people to stop banging on them so much. Yeah. Um. But it takes a lot of manual time to repair and update or not update but you know maintain them yeah and so if you're into actual physical pinball man you just gave yourself a part-time job that's all you've done yeah what well, why because fiddly, the physics of playing the digital part-time yeah, job. yeah <laughs> yeah with parts that are really hard to get now and some of the older ones i mean and pinball machines are expensive i mean compared yeah. to arcades geez you could buy 20 arcades compared to one pinball machine why and then to me a physical pinball if you just had one i'm gonna get bored with that it's the same game you know whereas the digital ones you can have all these different pinball machines and um that's kind of why i want to hack this thing you know it 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 occurs to me that
1: probably because the the only to me the only downside of of modern pinball that versus (coughs) digital pinball is that all the modern ones have you know, these rails and these levels and these things you can send the ball to that, that are are multi level, they're not all flat. Right. And you can't you can't you can simulate that on the digital pinball table, but because it's flat it doesn't look as cool.
0: It does yeah? actually. They they do you you should really look at some of the modern digital pinball ones. They they do an amazing job of but, but making it look three D ish.
1: But It seems to me this is where something like – I mean, I don't know how much it costs for a digital pinball table versus a a, – Well, technically, you can't buy
0: one that has real pinball machines on it because that would be piracy.
1: Right. Okay. So, uh, But this is the sort of thing, it seems to me, where Apple's Vision Pro would excel. You could create the 3D effect of the pinball table.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think pinball in a 3D environment would actually be way better than, say – classic video games like pac-man or or tetris because i have tetris on the uh what is the other one the The quest the Quest i have it on quest and i played it but it doesn't it doesn't do anything more or better than just playing it on my screen and in front of my mac or on the xbox or ps5 or whatever because you get tetris on every single thing ever made now uh (laughs) it, it does i must just be playing it on my iphone it, yeah. it doesn't offer anything. Yeah, there's no immersiveness. I mean, it's just everything is black, and there's te- Tetris in front of you.
1: Uh, well, I I think this is where <coughs> Apple may be on to something with the Vision Pro. Is the fact is because they are working so hard and integrating what they're doing into the environment and you're actually in rather than fencing you off. Um, this this you know it's too expensive at the moment, um, but um, you know this may be the way things go um and as i've seen more of the vision pro i'm starting to realize that's what they're trying to do is they're not trying to ape what's there before (coughs) they're trying to create a brand new computing experience that mixes
0: reality um, and
1: reality and the iphone effectively into into a single device i I mean that's what they're at
0: it would be kind of cool to be able to put this on walk up to what looks like an actual pinball machine in your living room and just start playing it
1: exactly that's 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 exactly what i mean i think I think you know that's those are the sort of experiences where people are going are to go. Well, that's really far more interesting than what's been done before, um, and it's probably the only platform that would have a make a decent fist of that. Whether that's, <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily the killer app to sell three and a half thousand dollar uh, headsets, but obviously as the price comes down, those sorts of experiences are becoming a lot more interesting, a lot more viable. Yeah, and, I, I keep uh, thinking, we'll
0: do I, I want the Vision Pro? And my answer is yeah. But then the actual question is, do I want to spend that much for one? And the answer is, uh, exactly. oh hell no. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's right. You want you want one, but you don't want to pay for it yourself. No. Uh, no. And uh, you know, my my only hope with this is that is that Apple are going to invest the money to iterate quickly enough that
0: um, that's the it, only the way it's going to be down. successful. That's the yeah. only so, way. you know,
1: they've got to they've got to launch the Vision Pro and then within six months be announcing the next project product that's half the price um and maybe it won't be as good it probably won't be as good but the thing is it'll be half the price and I, I think um people will go well okay well it's half the price it's not quite as good but um i'm willing to to give this a go you bring it down to the cost of an expensive iphone and we 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 know that people will buy something like that because yeah. they buy expensive iphones now
0: well yes and no um half the people that buy the phone it's a payment plan on their cell phone bill they're not just yeah, but, buying it yeah, online. It
1: yeah, but that, yeah, but that that doesn't matter because Apple can finance it exactly the same way. What I'm saying is is people are prepared to put that level of investment in to try these devices and use these devices. And how they actually pay for it, whether they're paying for it cash or whether they're charging it, whatever, kind of is, is irrelevant from Apple's point of view. I did find it interesting. There was a, a, one of these um, supply-side reports last week saying that, oh, Apple's had to... Cut production of the Vision Pro, so they've had to cut production of the thing they're not making yet. Yeah, and I always read those and go, "Yeah, this is this is crap," but and, but it claimed they cut they they cut cl- cut their intended <coughs> production from a million units to four hundred thousand and of course the you know the slant on this is saying oh they're already thinking it's going to be a failure it's like a million units at three and a half thousand dollars would be a three and a half billion dollar business it there is no way no. that anyone in Apple no matter what they're smoking thinks that the first year of vision Pro is going to be a three and a half billion dollar business I always like it Do you when look at that and you immediately think crap
0: yeah I, I it always cracks me up when people start betting against Apple because more often than not they're successful yeah. they just are um you know we And more often than not,
1: much like we've done, the first the first product, you look at it and you go, oh, I don't see it. I don't make sense. It doesn't un- <laughs> and then it then it turns to gangbusters. I so. tell
0: you what's the trouble is Windows. I've been seeing a lot of um chatter online lately about how many ads Windows is yep. popping up for people. And yeah, I, no, the I one f- that I really saw that this kind of kind of got me was Windows has become an ad platform that will launch apps, and I thought, "Ooh, yeah. that's pretty bad. That's that's yeah. not good."
1: No, I, un, unfortunately, the people at Microsoft have uh, the marketing people at Microsoft have basically come to the point where they just view view Windows as a way of flogging other app experiences and other Microsoft experiences. And it's it it's it was a creeping death. It started, and it was just like, oh, okay. But the product is free now, so what are you going to do? It's now really, really quite. As somebody who uses Windows all the time, really, really quite awful.
0: Yeah, it's the, getting the edugious. prime example
1: of this is yeah. The, the prime example of this is the browser Edge. When they first did Edge, it was okay, and then they redid it so it was built on the Chrome engine. And when they did that, it was brilliant because it was Chrome without all the rubbish from Google. And then, what they've done over time is they've now made it so it's far worse than Chrome in terms of what it does sidebars everywhere. It's like that's you know, you remember when you used to buy a computer in the early 2000s and it would come with all these um, value added toolbars that ad- added to the browser. Yeah, we call it's it like malware.
0: That.
1: Yeah, well, this is basically the same thing. They're adding all these things nobody wants. And you, then you've got to hunt through the system to find out wh- whether you can or. or um, how to turn them off well it's i, I just, the post that uh, I,
0: I i went and looked at some of these tweets from this guy and he actually went and turned all of this stuff off he did it 100 percent correctly and they come back and he yeah. goes back in and it still says it's off but there it is and it's like yeah. wow every, microsoft every, you got to stop doing every this time crap. you get
1: an update something comes back yep. i mean e- even you know in the start menu there will be all these apps tiktok and stuff like that they've done deals with you go, well, I, I I never wanted for this. So you delete them, you uninstall them, and then the next time you get an update, they come back. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and, yeah, I'm pretty much at the point that I'm going to stop using Edge now because it's just gotten too bad. It's too hard. And, of course, what happens is even if you uninstall, and I'm air-quoting here, uninstall Edge because you can't really get it, rid of it from Windows and, and run a different browser and set that as your default, if you do anything like search from the search bar in Windows it will launch those answers in edge yeah. it won't um it won't you it won't respect your browser setting and of course as soon as edge fires up it goes. it goes do you want to make me the default you yeah know every single time a lot, time. lot better the default every you know? time you know what you really want me to be the default you know you don't want to use that other thing you want to use me it's 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 kind of it's kind of like the mafia it's like well it'd be a shame if you use some other browser on this computer you know things might not go so well for you
0: yeah yeah it's
1: it's it's awful yeah um and and you know what i i heard this on a podcast a few years ago they actually had the head of marketing at microsoft and the guy said this is paul thrott who is a problematical person at at the best of times but you know sometimes he says some good stuff and he said look you know i would happily pay for a copy of windows if i didn't have to put up with all this sort of stuff that's why don't you have yes 100%. 100%. Yeah, why not have a subscription plan? You know, I'll pay $20 a year, $30 a year. That means I don't see any of this stuff. They do stuff. it with Office. Yeah. And, and the guy the guy said, he said, unfortunately, if we did that, we would be admitting to the public that the non-paid version is worse than the paid version. And we can't do that. But <laughs> So he's, he's basically saying, oh, well, we, we'd be formally admitting then that we're actually screwing our customers over with this stuff. And we can't do that. What it basically means is he hasn't got the power inside the uh, the people who want to sell all these extra services. Because, again, it all comes down to that sweet services revenues. Apple's got the same problem, um, you know, which means that that the search experiences and the experiences they offer you have to have the ads for their own stuff because they need to juice the service revenue because they don't sell as many bits of hardware and software as they used to. Yeah, that's and, uh, what you know, I to. had this the other day. I went searching for a particular named bit of software in the app store (coughs) and I typed the name into the search bar and the list it gave me, it wasn't there. Even though I'd named it specifically for the actual name of the product and it wasn't there because the ads and the algorithms basically said, no, you can't find the thing you're looking for. We've got to sell you something else. Uh, And that is just terrible. And that's Apple. And uh, Microsoft are worse. So,
0: Yeah. Yeah. So here, I'll give you a little bit of a funny story. So um, the week we got back from New York, right before I started feeling like crap, uh, we decided we're going to replace our fence in the backyard. We've got a wooden fence that almost completely um, seals off the back, but there's room behind the shed, which we're actually going to take care of. But anyways, we're not replacing the posts that go into the ground, just the wood panels. And these are six by eight. Wooden panels, Mm -hmm. so six feet tall, eight feet wide, yeah. And it's it's not just a case of unscrewing the old ones and screwing the new ones in. This this is a twenty year old fence that we're replacing, yeah. And I never waterproof the damn thing, right? Um, and so you know it's pretty brittle, but it's uneven ground. Let me put it that way. And when we originally did it, the person that helped me do it was Chad Perry. The original mm-hmm. co-host of, with me on the my Mac podcast, and there was so many trees. Remember, my house was built in 1890. Um, yeah. There were so many trees and stuff that had been back there that we kept hitting, you know, giant boulders or old tree stumps and stuff like that. That we kind of had to work around some things. So some of the f- fence posts are shorter than six right. bytes. So we have to, you know, cut the fence, and it, it worked fine. It's not a straight arrow at the top. Yeah. But you know what? It works. It's fine. So Julie and I are now replacing these fences. And we did nine panels, which takes us almost to the end of the yard, but not quite. We got a couple more. We got to go down that side. But we bought nine of them. I got the waterproofing stuff. And it actually looks good with the new fence with the older posts that are darker now. It actually looks pretty cool. We like it. It's a good look. And the posts are fine. I mean, you know, although I did waterproof them now. Um, So we're doing this, and I got it from a place called Lowe's. Lowe's is one of these big chains that sell home improvement stuff. You know, anything from...
1: Big big books warehouse. (laughs) Yeah. You you go in, they've got the tall racks of stuff, and you...
0: You can get fencing, you can get power tools, you can get a new shower, you can get a lawn mower. I mean, I bought my lawn mower with them just recently, too. So anyways... I bought it online, but I had been struggling for a few months on how I'm going to get the fence home because yeah. you know this. It's a, I can't put it on top of the sequoia. Yeah. So I knew they rented trucks, so I went online to see how much the fence is going to cost, and it's fifty bucks per, which isn't too right. bad. Yeah. Um, and the trucks are like twenty bucks plus something, and it's not expensive. But the trucks aren't long enough, so the fence is going to hang out the back. So I can only buy a few at a time. Mm-hmm. But they had a delivery option, and the delivery option was like forty bucks. Yeah. So I thought, well, hell, I'll, I'll order yeah. nine of them for forty bucks. They'll deliver it, and they did. Yeah. So on the fourth of July, I had the day off. Lowe's was actually open, but I figured they probably wouldn't deliver that day. Yeah. So I ordered. Uh, 15 more panels that will finish up my backyard mm-hmm. for delivery for 60 bucks. What a bargain. Yep. And then nothing happened. Well, okay, I, I granted them a day because it's the yeah. four they probably aren't Fourth. gonna... Yeah, ap- So ap- it'll probably be tomorrow.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, nothing. So I call and they never answer the phone. Literally, they never answer the phone. Yeah. It rings forever. And my call is important to them, by the way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so they they say that while well, they don't answer the phone.
0: It's so, like you, over and over. You know, so more important if yes. you answer it. So I've go, and I'm starting to get ticked off now. So now it's yeah. Friday. And I'm pretty hot because I know the fence is in there. And yeah. I know they could deliver it and they're just not. And they're not answering customer service. So then I yeah. call a different department and I actually get someone on the phone because they think they're yeah. going to make a sale, of course. Yeah, she walks the phone over to customer service, and I tell her I said they don't answer the phone over there, and she goes, "Yeah, I'm not surprised." Yeah, so she walks the phone over to customer service, and I talk to this lady, and she's like, "Well, it's not us who deliver it; it's a it's a third party that we we subcontract through." And I said, "And and you know, I there, I can't tell you when or if it's going to be delivered." And I said, "And you know, because it's not us." And I said, "No, no." I paid you. Yeah. I didn't pay a third party. My explicit contract after you took my money is that you're delivering it. Yeah. Well, we don't actually deliver. I said, yes, you do. You've already done it once. I don't care if you pay someone else to do it, yeah. but you do but deliver.
1: The point is you can't speak to the third party contractor. <coughs> right. Only they can right. because they work for them.
0: Yes. <laughs> so I was very calm. I never yelled. Yeah. But I made it very clear that if I don't get my fence tomorrow, which would have been Saturday, yesterday, mm-hmm. I'm coming up there when I get out of work, and we're going to have a big problem, and someone at Lowe's is going to have a very bad day. Yeah. So, I'm get, I'm i try calling them again Saturday. No answer. No answer. No answer. Um, and then I go and I get my order number, and it says it's out for delivery. Right. Oh my God! They're finally going to deliver it. So I called Julie, hey, they're going to deliver the fence, you know, keep an eye out. Yeah. So how do they deliver my fence? Now, imagine 15 6 by 8 wooden fences, right? Yeah. That's a lot. It weighs a little bit. It is, yeah. You think maybe they're coming in like a high cube or a yeah, big pickup truck, a, a big, big truck. A big panel truck. Yeah. Big panel truck with them in the back, yeah.
1: hopefully tied together and bolted down.
0: Yeah, or or they're at they're the very least, a big truck with uh, a trailer on it. Yeah, yeah, that that would be your expectations, right? Yeah. Guess what it was.
1: Uh, Honda Jazz with one snap <laughs> strap to the roof.
0: How about a? Jesus Christ! I swear to God, I I. I When Julie called me and told me this, I pulled up the camera feed to see it myself. Yeah. It was one minivan with the doors slid open and 15 panels strapped to the top of it.
1: Right. So basically what you mean is that the the lady that you frightened about coming up there said, look, we need to get these panels out. What are we going to do? And somebody said, oh, sling them on my minivan and bring them out to him."
0: I, I'm side. thinking they found some guys that, that were at low shopping. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, want to make boy? sixty bucks? Oh my it God. was a minivan with fifteen. They were higher than the the vehicle itself was.
1: Oh well, I can imagine, and uh, you you kind of hear that, and and you what you think is the delivery company they hired said, "Oh, we can't do fifteen in one go, so we're we're just going to ignore the whole." <laughs>
0: So Julie said, that when the guy pulled up, he goes, this is the most redneck thing I've ever done. That's well, what he said. Yeah,
1: well, again, it's just, that that might be very, very charming, but when you paid $60 for that privilege, uh, I don't want the guy to be to be making jokes about how amusing it is, really.
0: Julie didn't help them pull these off. She was like, I can't reach that high up there and help Yeah,
1: them. exactly, yeah. Well, I'm not knowing that. Why should she? She's You've paid for a delivery service. Once it, it's on your property, then it's your yeah, property. Yeah, I told her. Their car.
0: As they're pulling them off, look at each panel. If there's yeah. any damage, because I'm thinking, man, 15 panels on top of a minivan driving yeah. from Lowe's to our house is about six, seven miles yeah. with the doors open in the back I can't for the imagine strap. That, I can't imagine that was legal. Oh, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, and I said, if any of the panels are broken, reject it. Yep. But shockingly... None of them were rejected. They were all fine. Okay. I, I'm I'm dumbfounded. Yeah. I can't believe that that's how they delivered it.
1: Well, to be honest with you, I'd give them a bit of props there for the fact they actually, after you having to go, did make the effort to deliver it. Because many times I've got on the phone and complained about a lack of service and the response has been... Kind of like, well, you know, okay, we'll do our best, and then nothing happens. And you have to call them four times before you get it sorted. Yes. So I'd, I'd give them a little bit. At least somebody down there had the um, the intelligence to go, here's a problem. We've got the customer complaining. Let's solve it rather than ignore it, which I'd give them a little bit for that anyway.
0: It was, uh, for whatever reason, the uh, it, it didn't pick up. When they first got here, with all of them on there,
1: uh, your your uh, your doorbell camera probably couldn't believe what it was seeing as being real. <laughs> probably thought it was an AI delusion. <laughs>
0: I, I'm trying to. I don't want it to play the video yet. Yeah, so I'm gonna actually download one of the videos and well, send I, it to I, you. I
1: think, I, I think we have a show note picture.
0: Uh, it's it's a <laughs> yeah. I might be able to work it, but I don't think so. <laughs> it's it's one of those things that's like yeah. I don't think that that's gonna I see
1: you just need to photoshop a copy of a, a, a minivan with our with our logo stacked on top of it and that'll do the job
0: it's unbelievable yeah. i mean um boy i don't know if this is coming through or not
1: alexander told me that um i was away over the weekend and i'm i'm, I'm going on vacation in a couple of weeks i'm doing one of my cruises and um Uh, regular listeners of the show will know one of the things i like to do when i travel is try some different tech so i'm trying a different smartwatch again this year yeah which one i'm going i'm doing uh, uh one of the garmin uh i think it's garmin phoenix 6 so this is this is one of the you know if you're a triathlon type guy it actually does pretty much every type of exercise you can imagine um, the reason I wanted it is because it will run ten days without a charge, which is, I is think, what I'm interested
0: in. Didn't you have one that was like that before that
1: went real? Yeah, th- this is this is a more much more advanced watch than that. I had a basic one. This is a much more advanced one. This one's basically more like a copy of a well, it's not a copy of a of a Apple Watch, but it's much more like an Apple Watch rather than the hybrid watch I had before. But anyway, I ordered this. Um,
0: by I the way, you a should discount. have the video by now.
1: Yeah, it's just just come up on my uh, on my. Uh, phone. Um, I ordered this from Amazon and uh, I was away at the weekend on Saturday and uh, Alexander said that the Amazon delivery guy basically pulled up outside the house, <coughs> opened his window and dropped the box on the pavement in front of him and then drove off. Yeah,
0: that's nothing new. That's <laughs> that's delivery nowadays. Yeah. What are you doing, Cat? You, the cat's on the digital pinball machine looking at the arcade thinking yeah. about climbing higher. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah, because uh, this is... <laughs> It's, it's ridiculous.
0: You see, you watching the video?
1: I'm watching the video. Yeah, and it's it does it it. it I mean, the guy said it's the most redneck thing he ever, he'd ever done, but they kind it does look like they just found two guys. Yeah, and said, it looks. Can you do this for yeah. us? Yeah, you know. When I first oh, watched the a,
0: video, I said, "Oh, some guy and his and his girlfriend helped," and and then I looked. I was like, yeah. "Oh no, that's a guy too." <laughs> yeah, no, it's
1: it's Jesus and one of his disciples. Yes, <laughs>
0: it, isn't that hilarious?
1: Well, uh, well, to be honest with you, what's funny is Julie stood behind them holding her hands up, pretending she's, like, helping, yes, yes. even though she's not touching anything. No. I think that's quite funny. Well, she couldn't reach them. <laughs> no, no, but she's, like, giving them moral
0: yeah. moral support. Yeah. Well, she helped the person the last time they delivered, when they yeah. did the nine, but that came on a trailer and everything. It was very, you know, yeah. semi-professional looking. It was obviously yeah. not Lowell's, Lowell employees, so I knew that that was the case when I called but yeah. my it's my awesome. point to them was I paid you. I don't care how you yeah. get it to my house. I paid you. You took a thousand dollars from me, and I still don't have a fence for same day delivery. Yeah, I um,
1: as I say, I admire their enterprising spirit, but this is most definitely a uh, ad hoc solution yeah. to the
0: problem. Oh, it's not OSHA approved.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I'm going to put that. That's our show. That's the name of the show, by the way. Yeah, not, not, not OSHA Usher. approved. <laughs> yeah,
1: so something else I think is not OSHA approved is uh, oh, mm. this is the most terrible, terrible switchback I've ever done. Is uh, Secret Invasion by Marvel because we did say we were going to do geeky stuff too. Geek, yeah, absolutely. Stuff too. Yeah. So I've watched the first two episodes, and the reason I've not watched more is because man, it's tough. It's, it's tough so watch. boring. It, it, it's. I think it's so clumsy yeah. I think that's what I because you know you look at it and you think okay so we've got Samuel L. Jackson we've got Olivia Coleman, literally one of the best actresses of our generation playing against type here it's stuffed full of good people it comes from
0: Marvel it's obviously
1: <coughs> got a budget and it is so clunky
0: it and felt like they were trying to do Andor in the Marvel Universe and yeah. it's just Cole's really enjoying it which is kind of surprising to me uh, and I'm three episodes in, so i've got I've seen right. the latest latest yeah. one. It's so boring. Everything they've done so far could have been ten minutes, seriously.
1: I'm well, not the, I think this is part of the problem. I think they've kind of put themselves back themselves into a corner with the whole scroll thing because obviously this is nothing like the comic because the the way they've done scrolls in the MCU is completely unlike the comic, right? But the problem is that's a real problem because. The comic was exciting because all of a sudden out of the blue, anybody you've been reading about for months or years Could,
0: could have been be a, a fake. scroll. Yeah.
1: Yeah. With this, well, they're they're trying to do the same thing, but it's just like for, for a start, the whole, you know, oh, the person isn't who you think it is has been done to death in the MCU yep. <laughs> with Hydra. Yeah. It's been done to death on pretty much every single spy type show going because Mission Impossible rips the face off pretty much every movie or two yeah it's it's been done to death oh the person you thought was a good guy is a bad guy oh the person you thought was a bad guy might be a good guy oh there's there's some person who kind of straddles the line between good guy and bad guy depending on how they felt when they got up in the morning it's boring yeah that's the problem it's really boring and, and it completely takes any uh, suspense out of the story I mean I watch the end of the first episode right I'm not going to spoil it for anybody but a major character from the MCU takes a bullet Yep. And I look at that, and I kind of went, uh, is that person dead? Is, are they not dead? Might they appear to be dead, but come back later in the series? I mean, this is all stuff that we've seen before in the MCU. Yep. And it just meant, I have no emotional investment in the <coughs> act whatsoever. It was meant to be a big deal. And I just went, don't care. And then the following episode, most people are walking around going like, oh, we're, we're really upset about it, but actually they didn't show much concern no yeah
0: <laughs> you no know? one seems to be oh, bothered is, other than this nick terrible fury. thing
1: that happened yeah we're not we're not remote we're not remotely upset about it oh. except how it how it might affect our interaction with nick fury you know and the, and obvi- look i mean it's so this is it's so clunky obviously what they're trying to do is a thing where even the people who can't shape shift you, you have got secrets you don't know about that's that's the theme of the show so we keep finding out things about all these different characters and every time you see them you think oh, oh well well, that's meant to be unexpected oh nick fury goes and does this oh nick fury is a badass but then he goes to a park bench and and you see that in fact that's all the front the whole thing is about everyone presenting fronts but it's done so in your face with no nuance that it's just like again even the olivia coleman character who's, who's meant to be some <coughs> kind of high-ranking uh, English, lady, English tea lady version of Nick Fury, yep. right? But the thing is, and, and don't get me wrong, I mean, she is absolutely performing her skin off in this. Sure, But again, that is kind of like, oh, well, you know, somebody you would underestimate is actually turns out to be a badass spike. We've seen that before as well. Yeah, So it's it, not, it's, it's not it's really not,
0: exciting. No, it's boring. You know, and, and that's the and, worst you could do with a Marvel yeah. project is make it boring. And then as bad have, as as uh, Eternals was, at least it wasn't boring.
1: Yeah. And, and and again, that, that's before you even get to the fundamental flaws in this plot. Because, first of all, I really sympathize with the villain. Yeah. Because he's really got a point. He was promised a new world, and he was never given one. Yeah. And, and it was, like, 30 years ago. Yeah? So I can understand why he's upset, really. Uh, and, secondly, we have people in his organization who are scrolls. They're shapeshifters. And yet, when they when to try and make you think that they might be on one side or the other they kind of float around the head office looking on computers and looking at things they're meant to look in and everything in the face they always wear yes right they're shapeshifters right nobody should know who the hell they are because every time you go somewhere you're not meant to you should shapeshift so that nobody catches you but instead we have this one actress who's not a very good actress to be honest in this um just kind of gloaming around the place looking at stuff and it's perfectly obvious that everyone's sussed out that shit that her her alliances are shifting yeah and yet everyone's just kind of ignored. we know that at one point the guy's going to turn around and say i know you're on the wrong side yeah but hey, i mean it, it's so clumsily telegraphed and, and again so it's like there's no it's like well everyone knows she's she's the chick who's feeding stuff to the other side
0: it, it's really it's really it, not it's, well it's done it's really bad yeah it's really bad and and people are like, oh, this is so. It's Marvel's returning to form. No, they're not. No, they're you you go watch not. the Marvel movies up until the end of Endgame, and some of them weren't as good. Iron Man Two wasn't great, um, although
1: no, but but the secret inv- the secret invasion plot is based. This is very very similar to Captain
0: America: The Winter Soldier with yeah. Captain Marvel. Yes.
1: With Captain, but the thing is that the Captain America movie did it so much better than this does. Oh
0: yeah, it's not even close.
1: Yeah, I mean it. It, it really is, uh, and and had many of the same plot points. Yeah, you know? we had. Except we had they're people. like, well,
0: we got to drag this out for like six hours. Yeah. And like, let's not use a whole lot of the special effects budgets. We don't want to yeah. show them changing too often.
1: Oh, well, yeah, and so they say, oh, we stay in our characters because it makes it easier. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, it makes it easier
0: on the, on the CGI it it people. It's makes on the
1: budget, yeah. And, and all the, you're telling me in nearly 30 years that um, S.H.I.E.L.D. did not think, oh, we're employing all these shapeshifters who, when they shapeshift, we can't tell who they are. Um, and we're going to use them as spies. Maybe just as a backup plan, we should come up with some tech to identify them. Exactly. So yeah. that we can look through a pair of glasses and see it's a scroll. Yeah. Because why... Wouldn't you do? Because everyone's it, it like, "Oh, you know, yeah, these guys are our side. They couldn't possibly turn on us, being shapeshifters. Yeah, it's, they could possibly replace somebody important. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's sorry. just, yeah, it's, it's dumb.
0: It, it's really, it's, really dumb. It is. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping they turn it around. I'm, I'm yeah, still well going to give it a just, chance. But yeah, I, Cole seems like I said Cole seems to really like it, and I don't get why.
1: Uh, you see the, 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 here's the difference right the, this show I watched the first episode Leanne watched it with me she kind of fell asleep halfway through and it took me like two three weeks to watch the next one but it's just because I was so bored yeah whereas there are other things like you know um, the second season for instance of Star Trek Strange New Worlds I can't wait for the episodes oh, to come it's, out. So and I've got to watch them as soon as I get them because they're brilliant yep they're, it's absolutely brilliant and you just then you look at what Marvel's doing you're thinking what's going wrong here guys
0: um finally hit video on demand this week and that's guardians of the galaxy volume three i know you haven't watched it um the only criticism i have of it i really enjoyed it i I thought it was a really good end cap to the guardians uh kind of trilogy and i don't think anybody really gets these characters as well as james gunn because they've been used in other marvel projects in my opinion, poorly, with the exception of Nebula. I think she was really good in the Avengers stuff. Um, his, his taste in music is just terrible. I wish somebody would just come in and say, no, <laughs> no. I know that there's a line in this song that matches, but the song itself really sucks. And nobody Quinn's age is going to be listening to this garbage puke music. Yeah. It's just, it's the worst stuff of the 70s. And when it starts, they do something from the two thousand. Like, oh, cool! They're finally going to play some decent, more modern stuff. No, they go right back to the just the worst of the worst of the seventies. Well, he has the, the worst the, again, taste of music.
1: Yeah, the problem. The problem there. Right, oh, we we get the shtick right, which is you know he had the Walkman tape when he was when he was taken with his mom's with the, the mixtape his mother had made him right, and then in the second movie he gets another one, and then he gets a you a know zune. The, the a zoom as the joke right. But the point is. If somebody gives you a zoom, it's going to have 80s and 90s music on it. It's not going to have 70s no. music on it. And especially and so, the,
0: the obscure 70s crap that was played four times on one AM station in New York yeah. in 1973. And for some reason, James Gunn knows about this song and thinks, this is brilliant. I'm going to put it in the movie. Everybody it's gr- terrible. Ev-
1: yeah. But everybody grows up. And as you grow up, your musical taste change. And it's unrealistic to expect that um, Peter Quill would... As he grows up, would would go, uh, you know, oh yeah, I want to listen to some different type of music. It's not realistic. I know it's tied to his childhood and this, that, and the other, but he would listen to other things. He would probably looking listening to, you know, I will, um, scroll, I will, let me spoil one thing, something
0: like that as well. He they do play Beastie Boys in one scene, right? But it's the wrong Beastie Boys song to play. Mm. It's like right. okay, the song starts good, but the rest of it doesn't fit this situation yeah. at all. Play some ACDC. When I think one of the best pieces of music that was on the radio is played in any movie when it comes to Marvel is when Iron Man shows up for the first time in the Avengers movie when Loki's in Germany and doing all that stuff. Yeah, And ACDC kicks on and he pipes that music through the Quinjet. And that was awesome. It was awesome. And it works so well. So anytime I hear that song, it takes me back to that point in the movie. Yeah. But... James Gunn, stop. You you have shit taste in music, dude. Just hire me to do it. I'll do it for free, honestly. It'll take me a weekend. Well, Give me an early cut. I'll show you which but, track should be in there.
1: I, I think I think this is what frustrates when Marvel goes wrong. Um, going back to what was the saying about Secret Invasion is they have access to everybody, right? They can get anybody they want to do everybody wants to work on these properties and they could pay they could any anybody. musician or yeah, band exactly trust yeah. me
0: they've got the budget there
1: is no reason for it to be bad there's no reason for the writing to be bad there's no reason for the music choices to be bad there's no reason for the um special effects to be oh. bad as we saw with other with um with the with the she hulk thing yeah there's no reason for the um creative side of it to be bad at all yeah they have all the money they've got all the goodwill yeah, they have a property. They have a, a set of properties that everybody wants to work on. Yeah, and yet they uh, the quality level has gone down. Yeah, it,
0: it most has. definitely has gone. Well, down. Well, I will say though, other than the okay. music though, I really did enjoy Guardians. I, I, it was it was a fitting end to these characters, um, and I really really enjoyed it. The ending was pretty much spot on. I I, I really did like okay. it. All right, um, well,
1: I look I look forward to seeing it, but it you know it is. It's annoying when they, you know, they used to make, they made quite a few near perfect movies. Yeah,
0: and, and they don't know,
1: uh, and they don't know.
0: Yeah, well, talk about a near perfect movie. Let's talk about the Flash. I know you haven't seen that either.
1: Uh, so, are you saying it's a near perfect movie? No.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> I, I knew, I knew that's where you were going. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but as I commented to you at the beginning, when um, we've we've been sceptical about this property for some time and obviously there's been a lot going on with the actor and this that and the other but when just before it came out there were quotes from i think it was from james gunn actually was. saying this, this is a- one of the best superhero movies ever made yep. i immediately thought i smell a rat yeah <laughs> i smell a big stinking turd covered rat
0: well no i won't go that far <laughs> I, let me let me put it this way on a scale of one to ten I would give yeah. it a seven point one. Okay. I think it's better than the Justice League and in any of the movies that were done before in the DCU. I I will rank okay. it. All right. Well, that, I, I rank enough. it right up there with the first Wonder Woman movie, which I think we both agree was really good.
1: Was was pretty good. Um, is it as good? I rewatched Aquaman recently, um, and that wasn't as bad as I thought it was.
0: It's way better than, better than Aquaman. Way yeah. better than oh, yeah. Aquaman. Yeah, no okay. question. Right. Um, but a lot of that is because, and I. Look, I'm no fan of Ezra Miller, but yeah. he does this character pretty well. Wow. And okay. and honestly, seeing him back as Batman, Michael Keaton is awesome. And he can raise anything up some. yeah, And he does his best to raise it up. And when they first introduce him in this movie, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was done really, really well. Um, the ending, I have problems with. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. But... I think the biggest problem with this movie is everyone knows there's not going to be any more of this. Yeah. You you spent all this money to make these movies. You already, you already put Batgirl on the shelf because you say it was just bad, but let's be honest. It's because it doesn't have any future. Why the hell are you still doing anything with Aquaman? Why, why did you release this flash movie? Just shelve it. Just don't even show it because if you're trying to build a universe, you're trying to ape Marvel. It's too late. You're still showing this shit from the other stuff.
1: And not only that, uh, I've, I've made this point many times on this show before. A lot of, a lot of the non, a lot of the more casual fans of this stuff, they don't know. They don't know. They they don't know about the changes. Nope. They don't know who made these films. They don't. They just go, they go "Oh, <laughs> Superhero film. I'm going to go and see it with my girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. You know." They go along to it and then they'll come out. And if it's a good movie, they go, "Oh, great!" If it's a bad movie, they go, "Uh, yeah." This is a and, and this and is a care. great
0: movie until the third act, and the third act right. is so bad that's why it goes all the way down to seven point one. But
1: then that isn't that many superhero
0: movies. That's 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 probably all the latest Marvel stuff, like yeah. Shang Chi. Or I I always screw up. Shang Chi. Yeah, Shang Chi. I thought the first two acts were really good, and it falls apart oh, yeah. in the third. It just completely, I completely falls agree. apart. Yep. Yeah.
1: The stuff with him fighting on the bus, awesome, and then fighting on the in the scaffolding, and,
0: in, and the in Macau, interaction whatever. between his his yeah. best friend, maybe He's, a love interest, I don't know,
1: it's exactly, and then, and then you know reconnecting with his sister, and they yeah. had each other, and then they, it was all really, yeah, really, really great, and then then they went to Fantasyland, and it was all kind of
0: what why why yeah it was all why? badly done <laughs> CGI, and it, yeah. it just it, it completely fell apart. And I think that's Marvel's biggest issue right now is the the third act in their latest movies have just been so bad. Just so bad. Um, And The Flash is suffering from this. I have zero interest in the new Aquaman movie. Zero. I could care less.
1: Like it's like you say. I mean, I've got to be honest. I was browsing through upcoming releases the other day, and I saw it on there, and I thought, why are they making that? Yeah. (laughs) No, That is that is literally going to be the loss. It's like why would they spend that money? And let's face it, we know that this um very very pleasant individual who runs Warner Brothers now has no compunction about killing things. Nope. Did you hear um apparently the uh one of the one of the um magazines did an interview oh, with yeah. him and based Well, they
0: didn't do an interview. They they did a hit piece on him.
1: They did a hit piece on him, and he reached out, and because the editor of, I think, was it? Was yeah. It wasn't Wired. Yeah. It, anyway, whoever it was. GQ, uh, maybe, edit, or? G, it was GQ, yeah, yeah, I think it was. The editor of, of the magazine apparently is developing a Warner Brothers project, and so quietly pulled it. Yep. Um. And well, they
0: edited it, and then the author said, hey, that's not you know, what my article my, was. Take my name off of it. And they said, well, we don't, publish, we don't publish anything without an author's name. And he said, take my name off of it. They did, and they pulled it. Yeah, which just goes to show This uh, new guy at HBO is a dumbass.
1: Yeah. And and at the Warner guy who heads Brothers. up at Warner Brothers is David Zaslov. Yeah. He's um you know, he's another one of these I know better than everyone else yeah, rich and, guys. Yeah,
0: he's gonna be out within yeah. a year or so. He he is absolutely destroying their brand. I don't get it. You have HBO that is by any measure the premier studio that makes shows. Well, not
1: only that. HBO. I remember coming to America in the late '80s. Yeah, in the, sorry, in the early '80s, and HBO was a massive brand there, Yeah, and it, and even back then, back when all they were basically doing, and the, the clue is the name, home box office. Yeah, was reshowing movies on cable TV. Yeah, they were a huge brand. Everybody had <sighs> to have HBO. Yeah, absolutely. Right, and that was in that was in the early '80s. So you've got uh, fifty years of branding. That you just jettison just like that, just because you want to be the cool kid.
0: It's just absolutely ridiculous. It's the guy should be fired. The board director said, "You want to do what with the HBO brand?" No, I don't think so. You're fired. Because again,
1: going going back to what I was just saying is, is most people who don't follow the industry don't care about this stuff. They're just going to go, "Oh, where's HBO gone?" Yep. You know, they're not going to associate that it's now called Max Max. or whatever it is. They're going to go, "HBO's gone." Yep. They're going to go, "Why did they do that?"
0: Yeah, it makes right. no sense at all. I don't get it. Uh, but what do I know? <laughs> Seriously, it's more, like well, more, I, 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 the David Zaslav apparently. Well, that that doesn't. That, I don't think that's big of a stretch as you might imagine. <laughs> exactly. Um, not exactly. So that's been tech fans slash the geeks pub for this week. Uh, apologies for not having shows, but you know, life. You know, yeah, between my I, vacation I say, and David. Uh, um, i are going to wait a couple of weeks,
1: so we're going to have a break again. Um, we'll we'll be able to do something next week, um, life permitting, um, and uh, then. I'm, but
0: it's that time of up. the year, you know, the summertime. Mm. We take time off. We we do I other hope, things.
1: I, I hope I don't come back with COVID this time. That would be nice.
0: I thought that's why you're taking cruises.
1: See, it's a it's a tickbot option. You can press. You can pay an
0: extra seventy five dollars a day to get COVID. Yeah, and that way, when you get home, you get a longer vacation because you can't go exactly. to work. Yeah,
1: yeah th- three extra weeks off work.
0: Yeah. So I've known three people who've gone on cruises in the last year, and every single person has got COVID. So okay. have fun. I'm sure <laughs> you'll be fine. That. I'm sure it's good. No problems at all.
1: You'll be good. <laughs> Let's hope that I break that trend this time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you will put it this way there's a reason why that that new smartwatch has to measure pulse ox it's
0: it's i think it's completely safe to put thousands of people in a little tin box on the ocean and you know let them breathe all over the buffet uh, no, all day long I, I
1: think i think that's that's grossly unfair they are very very big tin boxes not little tin boxes yeah
0: well it has to be of big that. to have a thousand people yeah. on board
1: exactly but apart from that everything else you say is absolutely true
0: yeah yeah <laughs> I stopped, you know, here's the funny thing. We stopped eating in buffets um, before COVID. Julie and I went to this Chinese place in Kalamazoo, had good ratings. And there was a guy there, and he probably weighed 450 pounds. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't wear shoes because he weighs 450 (laughs) 450 pounds. pounds. So he had these flip-flops, which was basically in the middle of his foot, you know, one little string holding on for dear life between his toes. (laughs) And he couldn't tuck himself under the table, so he was at an angle. Yeah. And he would go up to the buffet, he would pick something up, eat it, and then set it back down. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm done with buffets now. Yeah. 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 This is, it, I, I can't do it. The yep. human species at the trough is just not a good idea. And COVID, of course, just put it over the top. And... To this day, Julie and I, we really miss buffets. I like I like yeah. the thought of going up and trying different things. And if I didn't like it, it's not my whole meal. I'm not stuck with it, you know. Yeah, can't do it no more. Can't can't so, do it anymore.
1: Yeah, so um, we I, I've got to be honest. We're not big buffet eaters on the ship. We prefer to because you don't just have the buffet. They have proper sit down restaurants where people cook food like a normal person and bring it to you. So we we tend to favor that. Um, and, um, I, I can't completely agree with you. I see people with plates stacked up to the ceiling and they sit down and they take three bites and they push it away. And it's, it is quite
0: revolting. Pigs at the trough.
1: It's, it certainly is. So, um, and, and I've, I've thought with, with buffet really is it's like eating from a school canteen and we all hated eating at the school canteen. You know, stuff sat there under lights yep. cooking slowly. Yeah. Yeah, expose the elements, and then people randomly digging in and out. It's not, it's not nice. And yet, and and yeah, when you're forced to do it, you hate it, and <coughs> you don't pay money to do it. Yeah,
0: uh, it doesn't make any bizarre. sense. I'm, we're not doing it anymore. I just, it's a bummer. Like I said, I, I really like buffets, but I, I can't do it. I want a personal buffet. Cook everything, yeah. bring it to my table, let me pick a few things, and then take it away. So there's a commercial out
1: on here at the moment for. Um, uh, one of the big supermarkets doing barbecues and it's you know the designed to their 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 theme is food love stories so it's designed to pull up the heartstrings where you know the the separated parents and the kid goes can we have a barbecue to kind of force them together right and what's what's hilarious about it is there are three there's two adults and a kid and they, they sit down at this table right the guy has literally cooked enough barbecue for 20 people on this tiny table. I mean, there's masses of it. Right? And no, it's like they're sitting there and you watch it and you go, mm, supermarket, you do know there is a cost of living crisis at the moment. Nobody's eating like that. Yeah. Of course, then the kid looks at both of them and goes, can we do this every day?
0: It's yeah. just like, please. Uh, um, yeah. You have a switch, yeah? I do have a switch. So the last thing we'll talk about before we wrap up this episode. Uh, the Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. So good.
1: Alexander has played it and absolutely loves it. it. It's
0: such a good um, game. Nit- I don't care what anybody says. Nintendo makes the best games.
1: I I played, I've played through the entirety of uh, Metroid Prime, the remaster. Yeah,
0: we talked about that a couple I, weeks ago.
1: Yeah, I have never played a game for not for a long time played a game this good i mean it's just so good yeah uh and and yeah it's the same thing it's like this is a <laughs> this is a system that performance wise was old when it was launched oh yeah and yet you know the because of the quality of the of the work they put in these games are phenomenal
0: yeah they they you know? tailor these games for the system now yeah and this is more of the same. Not all about performance no this is more you of the know? same it's it's they basically took all the digital assets from the first Zelda game that they released on the switch. They reuse them. They give you some new mechanics. Uh, they give you things to do. Uh, it's the same map, but it's changed because of what happens. I love it. I am just enjoying the hell out of it. I wish I could play it more. I'm sitting yeah. at work, not very busy. And I'm thinking, man, I could be playing Zelda right now. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I- I've, i'm a i'm a video game lover as you well know yeah and for the last couple years i just haven't been playing very many games because nothing's just really grabbed me and i started playing the metroid but and it just didn't grab me the way i wanted it to yeah and so right when i thought you know maybe i'm just not into video games this comes out i buy it it's brilliant it's so good
1: It is right in your sweet spot because it's open world.
0: Yep. um, You know exploration. Yeah, yeah, it's building up your character. It's it's so good. I'm really really digging it.
1: Uh, Yeah, I just you know people. I know people have been discussing with this um, FTC filing uh, lawsuit going on at the moment. There's been a lot coming out in the industry about how Microsoft sees themselves in the industry, how they see Sony. Uh, and you know nintendo's there in the second place and they're just doing their own thing and they're you know completely independent and insulated from a lot of the other stuff in the industry because of the of the quality of the work they do which it's what it comes down to Yep. you know these games come out they work properly they don't need
0: um very many patches know, they
1: don't, often don't need a lot of patches the patches that i know there was that there was a, a, a a resource bug in in Tears of the Kingdom. But the thing is, it wasn't a game-breaking bug. No. If anything, it made the the game better. Some people said, oh, bring it back. But um, it's not like, you know, other platforms where the game comes out and it just doesn't work on the first day. Yep. That's never a thing
0: with with Nintendo. Never. exactly.
1: Yeah, and it's because their quality and their attention to detail is second to none, and that's how they can... You know, they're the only people, I think, really making money in video games at the moment, because they make profit on their consoles they make profit on all their games they sell millions of copies and their customers keep with them because they're really happy i you know i love my steam deck uh i love my pc gaming um i've stopped doing xbox now because of the of the steam deck but i you know i I love gaming but i will never ever sell my nintendo no matter what else i'm playing because i love my nintendo games yep and those, you know, like it or not, those games, you can't get them anywhere else. I know a lot of people spend a lot of time and effort trying to get the Switch games running on the Steam Deck. Just like, <laughs> the, look at that go. Why bother? Just buy a Steam Deck. Buy a Switch. They're not expensive. No. Play the games yep. on the platform they're designed for and have a good experience. Yes. You
0: know. 100%. Yeah. This and, game is uh, brilliant. Yeah, I, if you have a... I love... A, uh, I love
1: love Nintendo and I will happily give, keep giving them my, my, my money because they are the
0: Apple of gaming they 100% are yeah
1: yep. Yeah.
0: so with that we're going to wrap up this episode hope you guys enjoyed our a little bit longer than we usually go but we have some time to make up we'll be back next week most likely and uh, we'd love to get feedback it's the show at techfanpodcast.com. and you can still find us on Twitter for a while who knows how long um, <laughs> maybe not that long um, I'm. If I could post this to the new threads thing, but I can't because it's on my phone only, and I, I don't do the, I, I, I don't push everything out to social media on my phone. I do it on the computer, and you can't post yeah. anything on your computer onto there, which makes no sense to me. I think they're missing a. A huge thing by not making that, but maybe they think, well, then it's going to be competing against Facebook, and we don't want
1: that. Uh, I I don't think it's even that. I just think they they've seen what what was going on Twitter, and they've rushed this. They rushed
0: this out, but they did a good job. I will say the app works yeah. well.
1: No, I, but I, I think they've concentrated on the app because um,
0: you know, they're, oh my the priority. Did you see Musk is threatening to sue them? Yeah. <laughs> you hired okay. you hired Twitter employees and you made a, a Twitter clone. That's basically his argument.
1: The, the Twitter employees who he, he fired. fired. <laughs> yeah. Had the audacity like to go to
0: another billionaire and, well, and make...
1: Well, not only that, Facebook says, oh, actually, we didn't hire any of them. We've been working on yeah, this for a long no, time, no, which I can believe. I do, too. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I don't think
0: they're not gonna put that out on public if it's not true.
1: No. But I, I don't I don't think the technical guts of threads has anything to do with the way t- Twitter operated no. because by all by all accounts Twitter was a bit of a mess. Yes. Um so I, I can absolutely believe that. But I, I I looked at it and I thought Which law firm is going to take that case on? Because everybody knows that Musk doesn't pay his bills. So why would a law firm take on a case which is probably pretty shaky to start with, and then you're not going to get paid for the work because Musk doesn't pay his bills? Who's going to take that on? I'm sure Zuckerberg probably lost the ability to breathe for half an hour laughing. Yes,
0: yes, 100%. (laughs) So you're saying that Musk and Trump have a lot in common. They don't pay their lawyers. Yeah, All right, exactly. we'll see you guys soon.
1: All right then, take care, bye.